This is Abnormal Entertainment. Two, three, four. Walked into the tunnel just to find the light. Hunted for old demons looking for a fight. Looked up at the stars, seemed to go forever. There must be a way it all fits together. Fell into the quicksand, held on to the vines. Never cook white color, stay within the lines. Feel like I have wings, I can fly wherever. This is just the way it all fits together. Finally saw the world through rose-colored glasses. Gonna share my journey to small and large masses. Give up on my life, no sir, me never. This is how I put it together. This is how I put it together. This is how I put it together. Hey everybody, this is Daniel Garza and welcome to another episode of Put It Together. I want to start as usual thanking my producer, Mr. Kevin Morris, for all his help and support. Thank you, sir. Inviting all of you to check us out at abnormalentertainment.com where you can find all the shows on the network. Go check us out. This week, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm, I'm doubly excited because I don't have a lot of girls on my roster. Oh, which, no! Which is really weird. <laughs> so, Julian Irons, how are you doing, ma'am? I'm fantastic. How are uh, you? Did you just call me ma'am? I'm from Texas. Oh, my goodness. I'm a Texas gracious. boy. Stop. Yes. People always say, I'm like, either you're a ma'am or you're, or you're a sir. sir. <laughs> and you, you don't look like a sir. So I get it. I get uh, it. I had a fight with the waitress at a bar one time, and I was like, look, it's not about respecting you, it's about my self-respect, and in Texas, we say ma'am and sir. I understand that, because when I'm passing people, like, in the supermarket, I'm always like, pardon me, good sir, pardon me, good ma'am, and it usually, like, makes people smile, so. And it's weird, because guys like the whole sir thing. Yeah, do they? They're like, are you you military? I'm like, no, I'm just from Texas. Makes them feel big and strong. But ladies, there's a certain age. Age gap where they're like, yeah, it's ageism. Like, yeah, how dare you? <laughs> I'm like, look, in my house it was ma'am and sir, right? I mean, that's what we do. It's, it's my, my self respect. Ah, uh, you know, that's the culture. We could we could have a whole podcast yeah, about know, what that means. This, yeah, actually. <laughs> now, if I go, listen, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, that's something different. <laughs> now that's 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 a uh, fill in the blank for every right. other word right. I want to call you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, for everybody listening and or watching. Uh, Juliana is one of my acting coaches uh, here at Acting Pros. Uh, I'm sure you guys saw the pictures or followed me when I was taking classes, which I'll be back for more classes. There's, just, there's just nothing right now that yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, yeah I totally but, get it. Um, but I took uh, the audition game. The audition game, and then I took comedy one and two. Oh one. yeah, so, so fun! Yeah. Comedy is such a fun class. Which totally helped because yeah. now I'm doing. Uh, Stand-up comedy classes. Oh, nice! So I did a set at in Pasadena at the yeah. Ice House. Oh, wow! And the greatest compliment, and I could pass this compliment on to you guys, was as we were writing out our jokes, 
there was the one, two, three punchlines and mm-hmm. the reversals. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as they were talking about it, and I was writing my jokes out, they were like, oh, that was an awesome like reversal. <laughs> Did you know that? I'm like, well, yeah, I wrote yeah, it. That's all Lilac. Lilac Mandelovich, she built that class. She owns that class. Like, she is... Anytime I, like... Somebody comes to me for coaching, they're like, it's comedy. And I'm like, you need to go to Lilac because she is the master yeah. at that. But, like, <laughs> she's so good. But the, 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 your class. Uh, the acting for, uh, yeah. the, I'm sorry, the audition game. The audition yeah. game. <laughs> I told you this many, many times that it's helped me with this show for me. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh yeah, we did talk about that. Because yeah. it made me more confident about what I'm saying and how I'm saying it. Yes. It 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 just gave build me up a little more. Yeah. Because this is an it, it's an audition. Yeah. It's an interview. Basically. Absolutely. It's like to me I, I say they're little plays. Like I look at my auditions like little plays. Like I'm never going to, you know, go and do a play in front of a group of people without rehearsing it first, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do I'm gonna have like choices made. Even if I have just a little bit of time to work on it, I'm gonna have some choices made. And the reason we feel uncomfortable or not confident in our auditions it's because half the time we don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> right? Like, you, you look at the totally. script and you're like, uh, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. And that's like what the audition game helps you do is like, it, it's tech, it is, um, a lot of it is technical. It's a technical approach to auditioning, which helps to free you. Yeah. You know, which helps to like give you power in the audition room. Well, you've been setting up for today. We're like, do we do it in this room? Yeah. Do yeah. you want to sit here? Do you want to sit there? And I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Let's just work with it. <laughs> I'm going to play it cool. Now, I'm going to take it even a step further. Yeah, please. Um, my audience knows I suffer from anxiety and panic attacks. Oh, you too? Yeah. Well, welcome to the club. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it takes me an extra 20 minutes to leave my house yeah. because I'll break into sweats and mm. panic. And especially like when I was coming to class, that's one of the reasons I would come to class so early and go oh, and have wow. coffee yeah. because I'm already here. Okay, yeah, yeah. But if I left my house like 30 minutes before, mm. I'd be in the car just sweating, panic, like mm. get to class and forget everything. Yeah. And my brain would just like, which is, if, if those videos ever made the air somewhere, <laughs> they would see how I'd be like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Totally like, understand yeah. that. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. But the class has, it, being prepared, it gives me that. Like I yeah. know that I need an extra 20 minutes to prep. Mm-hmm. And it gives you something else to focus on, right? So rather than focusing on, oh, God, I'm so nervous, I'm so nervous, uh, rather than focusing on, like, oh, my God, what are they going to think about me? Or what if I mess this line up? It's like all of that stuff doesn't matter. What matters is the work. What matters is being focused on the work. And I actually had a realization. I mean, it's, it's stuff that I've known, but... I really was able to do something about it. Um, I, there's like certain casting directors where I am fine going in the room, like not nervous at all, just feel good. Certain casting, certain, certain shows where I'm just like, yeah, let's have fun, let's play, right? It's about the work. And there's some casting offices where I'm like, oh no, like panic, panic, panic. I'm going to forget my lines. I don't know what I'm going to say. What if I mess up? Da, 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 da. And I realized that I was putting those casting directors and those uh, television shows on a pedestal. Like that, those shows mm. and those casting directors were not only were they above me, but they were above the work. And wow. so when I was really able to like see that, I had to see it. Right, I felt it, but I didn't actually like. Uh, what, what is it? Um, uh, what is it when you're like? Not uh. 
Like when you when you finally see something for the first time, I, oh. there's a word for it, realization, or like I can't think of the word right now, yeah. but whatever, the word doesn't matter. You understand what <laughs> yes. I'm saying, right? Right. So you guys fill in the blank right yeah, now. Yeah, you guys fill in the blank there, right? So when I finally realized that I just did a meditation, now when I go into a room and I'm I'm feeling like. I'm putting the casting director on a pedestal. I'll just sit there and I'll visualize literally seeing them on their pedestal and I'll raise my pedestal up and then I'll put the pedestal that the work is on and raise that up above both of us. So like what the most important thing in that room then becomes the work. That's awesome. Like a yeah. little visualization. Kind yeah, of absolutely. Yeah. And I see it. Like I'll, I'll see, and that works so well. I've been going in a lot to Criminal Minds and I've been just, they've just were put on a pedestal and they're an awesome office, right? Super cool. But I, for whatever reason, I put them on a pedestal and I was always so nervous, right? When I went in there, when I went into the, the callbacks and I was like, no, just raise yourself yeah. up and then raise the work up. And then everything felt better. It was kind of amazing. There's a little bit of <laughs> nugget, folks. You don't get that just anywhere. But we, again, for those of you who, even if you're not an actor, hmm. It, the the game classes that the, the, yeah it's it's just you learn to focus on you and, yeah. and and see where you are and then realize that everything around you is going to fall into place yes as long as you do the work yeah right and yeah and this again translating because I always do that with, with workshops how can I translate this to my everyday life mm-hmm. and because if you're going to pay money to take a workshop right. or a class like how am I going to use this every day right um, this is one of those little nuggets is like my doctor visits or meeting with my agent mm-hmm. or just meeting new people for interviews or, or, yeah. or approaching people for an interview absolutely if I put you on a pedestal I'll never yeah get you. I'll never get that person right and you will not be your true authentic self because you're so worried about what they're thinking and you're so worried about how they feel and you know their opinion yeah. that you can't be truthful you can't be in the moment if you're not in the moment if you're not present if you make it about them, then it's never going to be about the work, no matter what that work is, right? So, yeah, that's that's it's just for me. It's like just putting that work above everything else and having that be okay, because that's really what it's all about, yeah. right? Well, speaking about being in the moment, <laughs> Julian Irons, how you doing? Um, tell us. Uh, let's let's get started with your story. Tell yeah. us how you put it together. I mean, I am still trying to put it together. <laughs> I'm sure you hear that a lot. Yes. <laughs> but I feel like that is the process of life. I don't know if we ever put it all together, like, ever. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's moments of it for me. Like, there's moments where I was like, oh, yes, that part of my life was put together but then, like, a whole new thing will come up and be like, oh, shit. Spin the plates. Spin <laughs> oh, the no. plates. I don't put all that stuff together now, you know. But, um, I mean, honestly, coming into m- my own and really finding a way to tap into my own power is what, is, is what helps me, is what, had, what has helped me um, put it together. Right. So I, I, I mean, I just remember years ago, I was just like, I felt like a loser. I, I, I did not love myself. I, you know, 
I resented the the industry. I resented my own, you know, lack of 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 power. Like I I did not like myself yeah. at all, and it took a while for me to find the truth of who I, it took a while for me to find my goddess self, like to find, I'm still sort of searching for that. And like, there's certain things where I'm like, Ooh, you know, like, uh, right. that, that didn't feel too goddess like, 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 for example, I've, I've been hating on my body. Oh, right. I've been hating on my, my family. We with the women in my family, my mom's side, we all got back fat, right? At certain age, we all get the oh. back fat, right? So I got the back fat and I've been trying to like work it off in the gym and eat right and just like hustle. I'm like, God, buddy, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Go back fat. Oh, like looking in the mirror, obsessing over it. And the other day I was just like, Julianne, what are you doing? Yeah. Like I, I, I don't even know what it was that snapped me out of it, but something snapped me out of it. And I was just like, stop, yeah. stop. I don't thank the Lord. I don't have cancer. I don't have like any diseases. I'm, I'm very, as far as I know, I'm in very good shape. I'm in very good health. Right. Right. But I was hating on my body. Mm-hmm. And so I had to make a decision, a choice to just say, back fat and all, cellulite and all, I, ju- I have to love me. Yeah. Right. I have to love my body. And that gave me, that, that put something together for myself so that I'm not, I'm not hating on myself. And the, the love hate thing about loving yourself yeah. is that we're we're part of an industry yeah yeah that puts so much focus on you're, you're not the right person for this right which we then translate I'm not the right person for anything for anything right, right? yeah which I you know I I used to think that I don't think that anymore my mom has a saying that really um <laughs> I'm not going to do it in her patois she's Jamaican but she she has she says it in patois but ba- the what it is is what's for you is for you and what's not for you is not for you. Right. And so I've really been taking that to heart lately and knowing, feeling and understanding and really living the truth of that. Right. If it's for me, it's for me. And if it's not for me, then it doesn't matter because it's not for me. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that, and I think that gives me power as an actor to be, to be okay with not booking the role. I'll put my heart and soul into every audition I get. I don't care if it's one word or if it's like a monologue. I will put everything I have into that work. Right. And so if I'm putting everything I have into that work and I don't get it, that just wasn't for me. Right. You know? It, it took, took me a while. <laughs> took me a while to get there. It took me a while to get there, but it's just like little realizations over time. You just get, I think I just get tired of being like, like I get tired of being, sad and depressed and hating myself and it just it's it's exhausting because I, I i heard somebody at an audition um walk in and the moment they walked in they said i don't know why i'm here i'm not gonna get it right yeah and i thought in my head why are you here then yeah why did you make the effort to even drive into la yeah park pay for parking get into audition and you've already Discount it yourself from I, I Yeah, and I think sometimes, I don't think sometimes, I know that if we treated ourselves like we would our best friend, if we talked to ourselves like we would talk to our best friend, this world would be such a better place. Yeah. Right? But because we walk, we, we 
put ourselves down all the time and we think so little of ourselves, it just like, I don't know, it causes this energy of like, Chaos, yes. in a way, and it's all, it's, all around, it's all around us. It's we're all like, around we're us. Like pig yeah. pen and, and peanuts. Yeah, we have this little negative energy running around yeah. us. Yeah, and people see it. People see it. Yeah. But if I just treat me like I would treat you, because if you were to say, "Oh, this audition's not for me," and I'll be like, "No, Daniel, All right? Let's let's do the work. Let's find where you are in in this because I called you in for it. Let's do it." Yeah, right. And and that's that. That has been my moment. In, in like my aha moment mm. is that the universe is calling me into into places that I normally would not walk into. Yeah, yeah. It's having people call me for things that I normally would not apply for mm-hmm. just in life. Right. So there's a reason to so just be there. Yeah. Be, be in the moment. Be in the moment. Going yeah. back to the, the beginning. So talking about the industry, mm. what pushed you into it? What, what was... Well, I've always had a love for it. Um, I didn't under, I didn't, when I was little, like I would always, you know, do like improv with my dad. Like he's a big, you know, goofball himself. And like we would do, we would just walk into the kitchen and one of us would be there and like we'd start an improv and <laughs> that's <pretty laughs> it was really cool. weird and fun. Um, so I've always been very creative. Like when I was also when I was little, I used to like pretend I was Steve Urkel and just like be a nerd and like I like to entertain. I like to make people laugh. And but I didn't know that that was something that I could actually pursue. I didn't know I was a kid. Right. And then um, I went with my church. We went to go see Mama I Want to Sing in in Harlem, and it was it blew me away. And yeah. I said to my mom afterwards, I was like, Mom, I want to do that. And she was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> she was like, yeah, duh. But you have to go to college first. And I was like, okay. So I just, I've always had that desire to work, to, to, to play, to create. And it, it, it's never gone away. Even through the darkest of times when I wasn't, I wasn't going out at all. I wasn't like, there was no acting anywhere on my radar. I still had this like, I need to do it. Right. <laughs> you know, like this, it's, it's just, I don't know. It, it, it's, it, and still sitting here right now, like I have such fire for it. Like I love it so much. You well, know? even as you were walking in to the studio, cause we were at the acting pro studios today, um, you just came in and you were like, wow. <laughs> Hello! I saw you as you were walking up the stairs and you, and you, well, first of all, you were walking down the hallway like it was a catwalk. So I was like, I was? For her. Ooh, you, I didn't you, realize. You it. got that, like, bounce, like, you go girl. <laughs> and, uh, and then you walked in the door and you're like, I'm announcing, like, like, so I'm like there's no announcer at the door. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah, I was like, okay, you go at the moment. But, that, that, there are several actors or entertainers that I've spoken to, and one of the common denominators that most of us have is that first thing we saw as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Because there are two things that stick in my brain. The first time, and this is in Dallas when I was in grade school, they took us to see a production of Peter and the Wolf mm. with just uh, the orchestra, and each, each animal had its own sound, and I was like... That is so amazing. And I get chills right now thinking about it. I'm like, that's the wolf. Like, oh my God, that's the wolf sound. And then Whoopi Goldberg's 
one woman show mm. where she puts on the shirt on her head and pretends that she's a little blonde girl. Mm-hmm. I I was like ten years old, probably. I cried. Oh yeah. Because I wanted, I was tapping into my sexuality then, and like mm-hmm. figuring out who I was. And I was like, if I put a towel on my head or a, a yeah. shirt on my head. Can I be somebody different? Like, yeah. is that how it works? Is that how this works? Is that how this thing called life works? Yeah. I was like, well, that's easy. I have a lot of teachers in the closet. Pick the one with the rhinestone. Um, but we all have that common yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, do you remember watching that? I mean, I, you talked about it a little bit, but can you take us back? You, you get into the theater, you're sitting down as a little girl. And- yeah. Um, uh, it was when she sang Mom, I Want to Sing. Like that song really, just the way she was singing it, the way, like, it was just so powerful. And like, you could just feel. Even even now, remembering it, like I feel like it was visceral. Like I could feel the energy coming off of her, and everybody was just like, like just like in awe, you know. And I was like, I wanted, like I want to create that. I didn't, I don't know, I didn't obviously didn't have the words for it, but it was it was that it was that energy of making people. It she made me feel something. Mm-hmm. She made me feel re- like alive and like inspired, and I was like. I want to do that. Yeah. I want to like inspire people. I want to make people feel things. And that what to me was the most powerful thing in the world. And I still think that as actors, as creators, as like artists, that is our superpower. Yeah. Right? Like ma- like like when you do good work, it forces people to feel. Yeah. You know? And that and that I I mean I, yeah, I still remember like holding on to my mom's arm and being like, "Mom, I want to do that," and her being like, "Yeah, I know." Like I like I just like like duh, like duh. <laughs> you know. Um, I, I I love that about being an actor. Like I love the. I mean, it, this isn't the right. I, I don't know. It, it's almost. It feels sometimes almost like a power trip when you can like create so much visceral emotion in another person. Yeah. You know, and like change the way they think or like the way they feel about something or make them happy or, or, you know, like it's just, it's our superpower. I've learned, I've learned that with my advocacy work Mm -hmm. that I do in HIV. Oh yeah. Yeah. So going out to a conference or being on a panel and Finding the right way to explain something, yeah, and and being so in my in myself and being mm-hmm. like the universe, God, just putting the words, yeah, just making the sentences flow, and then I look out and people are like, oh, they're <laughs> crying, and I'm like, yeah, whatever I just said, fucking hey, yeah, <laughs> like, yes, like somebody record that, please, somebody record, <laughs> um, yeah. Is that still now? Is there, let me put it this way. Is there something now, presently, that you see and, and it, it reveals, it fills up that energy for you? Honestly, it's teaching. Yeah. And, and like being in class and seeing other actors perform and like seeing the work. I, I mean, there's something about, teaching for me that like inspires me every single time like I it it changed my life I didn't think that I'd be good at it I did I was afraid of it Hmm. and and now 
that I do it and I get to see the transformation from like actors who come in to class for the first day and they're afraid and they're so nervous and they don't know what to do. And then the, the, like 12 week process of, of like them learning. And then at the end of the 12 weeks, how much more powerful they are. Yeah. And I'm like, I get to help them do that. <laughs> and it's, it, it, I, I get that same feeling every time I see an actor light bulb go off or every time I see an actor like, transform or, or, or find their confidence or, or have an aha moment about themselves or their work, that, that fire, I, it, I love it. So I could be dead tired before class starts and just be like, oh, God, I don't want to do this. <laughs> but as soon as class starts, as soon as those actors start coming in, I'm just like, oh, this is so great. Like, I just like, I, I love, I love it. I love it so much. Like, it, that fuels me. It really does. <laughs> How, oh, I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, or not, no, but no, like, well, yeah. <laughs> it, it's the same energy I, I felt then. It's it's that same fire as what I feel in the classroom. I, I totally yes, because as much as I love acting and I love being on 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 set and and, and performing yeah. and pretending to be somebody else for a little while, because I think my life is pretty boring, so it's fun to be somebody else <laughs> for a while. Um, today was one of those days that I I, I was like. Oh, I have an interview. I'm like, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Like, if she called and canceled, I'd, I'd be, be okay, okay with, with that. that. I was feeling the same way. Okay, <laughs> so it's all right. I was like, she wanted to, you know, do this. I was like, no, Julian, no. Like, go in. You know, you're gonna have fun when you're there. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, but I once, know that feeling. Once I hit the record button, yeah, I know. I feel my energy change. Yeah, like, yeah. I can walk out of here and get in my car and be like. <sighs> yeah. Got to get in traffic. Yeah. But the hour, hour and a half that I get to spend with my guests mm. is just like. <sighs> yeah, I get that. It's the same thing that I do when I do, because I, I, I think, you know, I'm a Reiki master. Mm -hmm. When I get to yeah. work with clients and do readings for them or work on their energy, before it, I'm kind of like, oh, my God, I have to go do this. <laughs> okay. Totally but the moment yeah. I pull my cards out. Or I start doing energy work. It's like, well, I'm Whoa, on. you're yeah, on. I, I, right now. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like a lot of us, I don't think anybody ever really talks about that. I don't know. But I feel like so many of us feel that way, you know, like, mm -hmm. oh, God, I got to go do this thing. Damn it. I got to go interact with another human being. <laughs> oh, I just want to stay in my, my home and get back in my bed and put the covers <laughs> over my head and curl it with my dog. Yes. But then we're here and we're like, hmm, so tell me about yourself. <laughs> let's talk, let's talk, let's talk about let's this. Talk. Yeah. And then before you know it, like, hours have gone by and it's like, oh, shit. It's like, yeah. People don't realize it. on this show that an hour goes by so really fast. quick. Yeah. Because there's, it's not scripted and we're not, yeah. there's no expectation. That's exactly how it is with teaching. That's exactly how it is with coaching. I could be coaching someone or being coached myself and like an hour is up and we're like, whoa, we just, like... Yeah, why would that went by so fast? Because you're just like so in the moment and, and you know, having fun with it. <laughs> I've always heard, and I, I've taught other times myself and other stuff, but we we learn from students. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. What has been one of the biggest lessons or most that sticks in your mind? Um, God, there's so many. The thing that comes to me, I, I, I recently was able to work um, on How to Get Away with Murder with Viola Davis. 
And I don't think that I would be able to work with her had I not found my power in teaching. Huh. Does that make sense? Like, I don't know. I, I don't think I would be as confident working with her. And because I found my confidence in teaching because of just the, like, I'm sitting there with a group of 12 really smart actors, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I have to help them, right? I have to be on my game mm-hmm. for the entire class so that when they throw a question at me, whether I know it or not, I got to figure it out. So it gave me confidence, confidence to the point where I I wasn't, I wasn't that nervous working. I mean, I was a little nervous at first. When I first got the call, I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, panic, 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 oh god, oh god, what am I gonna do? Ah, ah." And then once I like, you know, (laughs) once I, you know, calm, my, my best friend talked me off the ledge. And I was like, you're right. It's okay. It's okay. She was like, we're going to work on it beforehand. You're going to be just fine. I was like, okay, okay. Um, because those are the calls that you wait for. Those are the calls you wait for. And then when they come, you're like, oh, the house is on fire. The house, the house is on fire. fire. You, know, you feel like you're going to die. You get sick to your stomach. But what I realized is like, wait a second. You got this. Like, you got this. Like, I taught this shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I, 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 I helped other actors so that they can be in the position that I'm in right now. If they can do it, I can do it. Right. Like, you guys gave me so much power, power that I did not have before I started teaching. Like, like I, I, I mean, I, I'll share with you and the rest of the world when I, when I first started TAing with uh, Lilac, it's the first time I, um, had to, like, teach, right? Like, I was just teaching, I think I was teaching, like, I don't even remember, it was like Personal Secret or something like that. And um, I remember, like, it was, you know, we were on a couple of steps beforehand, and I was sitting in the front of class with Lilac, and I thought I was going to throw up. And I was so nervous. I was so sick to my stomach. I had to get up because I couldn't breathe. And so I got up, and I went to the bathroom, and I looked at myself in the mirror, and I was like, Julianne, you're going to do one of two things. You're either going to walk out of here and never come back, <laughs> right, because you're going to let fear win, or you're going to go back into that classroom and feel the fear and do it anyway. And of course, that's what I did. And then it just like sort of, and it wasn't like in, in the moment, it, I felt so much better. Like I had the weight lifted off of me. And like, you know, as I, as I, uh, you know, started teaching, little things would happen and I'd uh, get afraid and then I'd push past the fear and I would like, you know, make mistakes and, and push past that fear. And like, it's just like pushing past that fear. And that's what you guys taught me. That's what my students taught me. I, I, I would not have been able to do that or have that experience mm-hmm. had I not been a teacher. Mm-hmm. And so I think that because of, because my students were really smart, because they're really talented actors and I had to be on my game for it and it scared the shit out of me sometimes, <laughs> I was able to say, you know what? That's okay. We will get through this. Yeah. And we did. And I'm a pretty damn awesome teacher. Right? You are. You are. I mean, here we are. <laughs> I've become pretty awesome. <laughs> here we are uh, a year later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, for those of you that I, I will post pictures because some of the folks in the group have actually done work yeah. on TV and stuff. Yeah. So you might recognize some of the guys in the picture. <laughs> so I'll post the picture. Um, can I ask you a question? This was not, you, you didn't bring it up. And I, this is, is this the, okay. This is one of the few times that I'm going to like, break my own rule of number. <laughs> there was 
Opposed it because when we when I met you you were having, you had your hair long. oh I had that that weaving right yeah and then it was a very I felt it was a very important moment for you personally yeah to take it off yes can we talk about that absolutely <laughs> yes that was a turning point in my not only in my life and the respect I had for myself but also in my career hmm. right I was not booking anything with that weaving nothing. Right? I would get called in every now and then, you know, but L.A. didn't want anything to do with that. I get, I get called in with my Lance agent some, you know, um, but L.A. wanted nothing to do with me. And I just felt fake. And this is not to say if you have a weave, like, do no, you, no. like, do whatever you want. Like, you want to dye your hair blue, dye your hair blue. I don't care. But for me, there was always a bit of inauthenticity that came with my weave. I just didn't, I don't know. And so I made the decision to go natural and it changed so much of my life. I started booking more. Um, I went from booking, well, I guess one, uh, one show I, I was on Atlanta with my weave in. And then after that, I booked seven co-stars, um, with my natural hair. Like as soon as I took yeah. that weave out, the audition started coming in. Where Two were national you the commercials. Nurse? On, um, for the people. Yes. Yeah. Because I remember like, oh my God. I, yeah, I went to booking like nothing. I had no TV credits. None. I maybe had one on like from years ago when I was Taff Heart lead with, um, something called Death Row. It was Death Row. Oh, was wow. it Death Row or Haunted Prison or something like that? I remember. It was a sci-fi okay. movie and they Taff Heart lead. That was my only TV credit. Once I took my weave out, I, I booked seven, seven co-stars and I booked two national network commercials and now I'm getting called in for guest star. Nice. So, so it changed, it changed my career, right? But it also changed the way I saw myself. It was a battle. I cannot even tell you. And it's still sometimes a battle. Um, I, I, I think that when I had my weave in my hair, I would think that I was like, LA pretty. Right. Like yeah. I'm I'm L.A. pretty like I'm accepted here because my hair is long and it's flowy and like her name yeah. was Rhonda. And like, <laughs> you know, like I could whip her back and like, like That's I could, awesome. <laughs> you know, like she was she was dope. I'll, I'll never sleep on Rhonda. Like she, she she I I I enjoyed her, but she had to go. She, right. Done. But just taking that weave out and really seeing myself. Like seeing this, this afro on my head and thinking that it was ugly and thinking that it made me uglier. Those were the things that I had to get moved past. I was about to ask, what, what was Rhonda? Rhonda? Rhonda was my wave. Yeah. What was, what was she keeping? She, she, she kept me, she, she made me believe that with her, I was able to reach a certain standard of beauty. Right? I was able to like fit in and be beautiful just like everybody else. Whereas with my natural hair, I'm not as beautiful as anybody else or everybody else. Right? With my natural hair, it, it, it downgraded me. Hmm. Right? Because it, it's, it's, I mean, at the end of the day, it's more, it's more black, right? Like, it's more my, my, my black skin. It's not that, it's not that quote unquote good hair, right? Like, my sisters all have that good hair where it's all like curly and wavy and beautiful. <laughs> and I get stuck with this. That was my thought. I was wow. like, this is, I feel ugly. It took, and I was like, you, I, I said to myself, again, talking to, talking to myself like I would my best friend, right? I forced myself to do that. You, 
you are beautiful. Like this hair is beautiful. You have to see that, that, that truth because the other thing is a lie that it's ugly is a lie. And that's based on like, you know, centuries of, 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 you know, Afro hair right. being ugly and, and not being as good enough and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it really forced me to take a good look at myself and realize I don't, I don't need Rhonda to be beautiful. And I still am dealing with like, um, the idea that I'm not LA pretty, right? Yeah. Like I still have that, you know, thing in my head that like, I'm not LA pretty. I'm, I'm some other type of pretty, right? Part of that's because nobody ever really talks to me as far as guys are concerned. Like, nobody hits on me, but I think that's something else. I don't know what that is. I think that's L.A. culture. <laughs> we might, we yeah. have another 20 minutes. We might figure it out. Right? Just... Right? My, my friend and I, my best friend and I, she's like blonde hair, blue eyed. So, like, it's not the Afro, but nobody, like, guys don't hit on either. So, we call it, we put ourselves in the white crayon club because nobody really plays with white crayons, right? <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I had to, like... Hashtag white crayon. You will see that on like so many of my Instagram posts. Hashtag white crayon club, and now y'all know what that means. Like, I am, I am gonna remember that for a long time. Yeah. that is interesting. Okay, yeah. So, so I don't know. I just, I, I just, I'm finding more freedom with my natural hair. I think it doesn't hurt that I took that weave out in a time when the industry was really, you know, sort of um, embracing natural, black women with natural hair, right? Um, they were embracing just being authentically, black black women being authentically themselves. Got it. Um, and so it doesn't hurt that I'm, I'm now in, an, at, you know, having my natural hair at a time where it's accepted, right? Where, where... You know, it's not, I don't know what the right word is, but like. The, I, I think about the, like, the ethnic side of, of the industry where, yeah. where we weren't part of, and then all of a sudden 2019, 18, 19 came in. Yeah. Like, Let's find We got to go diverse, yes, right? Everything that is yeah. not what we were That's looking right. at. Right, absolutely. Um, because you just made me, again, thank you for teaching me a moment here. Um, <laughs> My agent, I just got an agent last year, and we were going back and forth. I, I did a photo shoot where I was very teacher, and I was the detective, and, <laughs> and then I took another set of pictures where I was kind of like the dad, and yeah. looking really cool, <laughs> and he wrote me back, he goes, I love all your pictures, your photographer is awesome, but, but yeah, and I was like... I knew where he was going. Yeah. And, and it, it, it took all the effort for my Mexican accent to not pop out. I hear come. you. Yeah. And he was like, I know you don't want to hear this, but your niche is yeah. the immigrant, is the day laborer, mm -hmm. is, is that guy. Because once we get you credits on that guy, then, then you we can. Yeah. I, I call it the Melissa McCarthy effect. Yeah. Right. So like she started out, her foundation was drama. Her foundation was like straight up, hardcore, dramatic work, right? But then when the industry saw her, she they saw her as something, right? They saw her as a funny fat woman, right? And that's what she became, right? But now that she's established herself, now she's able to play these roles that aren't that. Yeah. But she had to like, 
You know, you got to go along with how the industry sees you, how the industry types you until you don't. Right. It's like you can't fight. We, we as, you know, unknowns. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't fight against a grain. I, I have to go along with it. Mm-hmm. Right. So they see me as a type. Right. And I play along with that type. Until I don't have to anymore. Yeah. Until I'm like kick-ass Melissa Car- McCarthy and like, yeah. <laughs> like able to, now she's able to do whatever she wants. And that's where my right now is like. Yeah, mine I, too. I, I want to be LA. Yeah, but you're not. But that. I'm not. I'm, yeah. I'm South Texas taco guy. <laughs> I, I laugh because I have played five fruit vendors. Oh wow! Oh, in, we, I feel like you told me this. Yeah. In the different projects, three projects. I'm wearing the same wow. thing. Because they're like, do you have this outfit? And I'm like, right here. <laughs> Along with the cap. So there's a cap. And if you, I feel like if you find them, yeah. you get a prize. That's um, so funny. But there are three projects. There's a student project. There's a TV. And there's a background in a movie where I am wearing the same thing with the same cap. It was this rooster cap mm-hmm. that I lost in, in the movie. Um so it, it, I couldn't use it anymore, obviously. <laughs> but it, it would still make a present somewhere. Yeah. But those are, and my agent laughed. I said, I will give you pictures. I said, I am in three different projects oh with this, the same, yeah. the same outfit. Yeah. And I'm like, you could put them together and, and there'd be like one big long Daniel Gossett <laughs> show as a food vendor. But, but I, I, I get you. I was very proud of you when I saw that. Thank you. Um, yeah. Not that you weren't beautiful. I before. get it, yeah. But when I, I saw that, and it, it, I was like, oh, wow. First I saw y- your picture, and I was like, she changed her hair. And then you made a little post on it. Yeah. And I was like, good for her. <laughs> like, she's owning herself. Yeah. Because, and I say this for myself, too. In the right hair, in the right clothes, you are one of many. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I walked into auditions where there's 100 Daniel mm-hmm. Garza lookalikes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, I hear you. and the moment I do something different, mm-hmm. even if I don't get the part, I know I stand out. Yeah. And yeah. I can walk out going, fuck yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's like, I don't know if it's necessarily about, yes, it is about standing out. I think that's absolutely like, you, you know, that's how you book a role. Like you stand out against everybody else. But I think for me, it was really about like being honest with myself mm. and realizing that the weave was a cover for me feeling inadequate. And me feeling not good enough and me feeling like I didn't fit in or like, you know, all the, the bullshit that goes on in all of us. All of us feel that, have, have times where we feel that way. You know, I'm not alone in this. But for me, that really helped me to, and it took, like I said, it took a while for me to break free from, from, from that. Yeah. You know, it took a, it, the transition took a while. Like it took a while just no, physically knowing how to f- figure out how to do my hair. Wow. And it also took a while in my heart to like look at myself and not think that I was ugly now that I had my hair, an afro. Because, because isn't it more empowering to be in front of the mirror and prep yourself to look your most authentic than to be prepping yourself with all this? Yeah fake stuff on. Yeah, I I really I really believe that. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And again, to each their own, wherever you find yes, your yes. power, like whatever that means to you. You know, I'm not sitting here saying, "Don't take your take your weave at your head," <laughs> right? Like I'm not saying that. I'm just like 
I just want, I, I, I just feel like if we were all tr- truly authentically ourselves, you know, and loved ourselves and, 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 you know, treated ourselves like I said, like our, we would our best friend, I feel like this world would be better. Yeah. So I feel like we hate, a lot of the hate that we give to other people, we give that hate because there's a lot of hate yeah. for ourselves. But yeah, so okay? like, disclaimer to anybody listening, whether you're African American, but your 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 background is Jamaican. Jamaican. Yeah. So if you're from Jamaica or if you're from Texas, like me, <laughs> Mexican Texan, uh, a yeah. little Tex-Mex, Whatever it is, your power. Whatever that is. Wherever you find yeah. it. Yeah. Like, good for you. Like, I'm yeah. t-shirt jeans and my cap, and I'm good to go. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I should embrace that in my headshots so that my agent yeah. can find the right work. Not trying to be... Something that you're not. Yeah. Be Mr. you. Mr. Be authentically you, yeah. you know? So, and you'll work more. I guarantee you, you will work more that way. If so, you're just authentically yourself. So, Jamal, get ready. I'm about to take some new headshots. <laughs> uh, so we're at we're past the forty minute mark now. Okay. Um, this is kind of the point where my guests send out some words of wisdom to the audience. So, um, Julian Irons, what words of wisdom do you have? Not that you haven't shared enough. Or uh, no, I just I, I feel like I just want to encourage people to. Love. I mean, I know that probably sounds so cheesy and like, you know, cliche, but everything that we do in life, we do out of love. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. We're, we're sad because we love something. Does that make sense? Like when we lose, when we lose a person, when we lose a loved one, right? The only reason why we're sad, the only reason why it breaks our heart is because of how much we love them. Yeah. Right? The only reason why, like, we're angry or upset about something is because our hearts wanted something that we didn't get, you know? Um, I just encourage people to like love, like love, 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 let love like fill you and, and motivate you and drive you and, you know, be that one force in your life that helps get you up in the morning. Cause sometimes it's really fucking hard to get up in the morning. It yeah. is hard. <laughs> it is really hard. Yeah. And when you feel like the world is caving in on you and like nothing is going your way and, and you don't have the things you want in your life. I mean, I've been single for probably like seven years. Wow. Seven years, right? But I focus on love, right? I focus on, like, I, I, I used to, you know, be very upset about that and like, why doesn't anybody love me? <laughs> Why can't I find a man? And now it's like, if I just, what do I, why do I want that man? Why do I want that relationship? It's because I want to feel the love from that, mm-hmm. right? The connection. And so if I focus on that and, and other aspects of my life and this right here, right, between you and me and, and the connection we have here and the love that's here, it, it's, it, it, I don't know. It, it like, it makes everything okay. If I can give you, I feel like I'm giving you older brother advice. That's okay. I'm 48 now. So as somebody older, um, I met my current uh, boyfriend partner, Christian, when I was 42, Mm -hmm. the summer of 42, of 2012. So I was was turning 42. I met him at a point in my life where I was right where you are now. 
But I was like, I am complete. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not, you complete me. <laughs> or with you, I feel so much. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> smack that one. Like, um, and for those of you, I, I did a masturbation side. Yeah, he did. So, um, yeah, he did. That's my butch macho I side. love it. Uh, <laughs> but when we met, we were both in that place. It's like, look, I have my own place. I do my own thing. I, yeah. I just want to share with somebody. I don't need you to make me happy. I know how to make me happy. Mm. You're not going to complete me. I'm my own man. Yeah. But would you like to be part of that adventure? Mm. And we both were like, sure, man. Like, yeah. I, I dig it. Like, and sex is good. So like, why not? <laughs> why not? Why not? Let's, Let's do it. <laughs> and uh, there's certain things that once you, you know, you can only do alone for so long. <laughs> and and but that's where we were. And I think that that your transformation from last year to now, yeah. the letting go of those uh, filters. Yeah, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Dropping the filters mm-hmm. and going, this is me. This is me. Hashtag no filter. Yeah. And like, then somebody looks at you and they're like, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Because it's you. I know what I'm getting. You can be testy. Like I told her, I have like, a bad attitude. I'm very <laughs> selfish. I'm very greedy. And it's all about me. And he was yeah. like, so am I. I'm like, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, gonna be just fine. Perfect. And but I, I I think that this is your year of transformation. It feels that way. And, yeah. And you will get to that point where you look in the mirror and you're like, all I need is me. Yeah. I think that and to, to that point, I feel like you know I was I spent a, a huge chunk of my life focused on everything that I didn't have, like all oh, the yeah. things that I didn't have, like like and feeling bad about that and feeling you know that was a part of feeling inadequate like i don't have the job i want i don't have the man i want i don't have the hair i want i don't i don't i don't i don't i don't and it was just like but you have so much more like Mm -hmm. like why are you focusing on all that negative like or, or even making that a negative right like like that maybe that's just not where you're supposed to be right now maybe that's not what you're supposed to have right now Focus on what you do have. Focus on what you want. Focus on the the, the gifts that the universe has given you yeah. right now, right? He- and be present here in this moment. That's another thing. We got to find more ways of being present, of being in the moment, right? So often we're like with somebody and like we're either we're on our phone or our minds are somewhere else or, or like we're, we're focused on everything else. But this moment, and then we get to that thing that we're focused on. And then in that moment, we're focused on something else, yeah. right? Like I am really uh, working on being present and being in this moment. Every, like I, there's times in, in this conversation where I found my head like going, like he would say something or I would say something and I would go, whether it was a judgment on myself, right? Um, oh, I said that wrong, right? Or I, that, I, that's not what I meant to say, or that sounded stupid, right? My head would go somewhere else, like, Julian, bring it back here. Just yeah. look at Daniel and just be present. Yeah. Be focused in this moment. Yeah. That's but, one of the big beauties of this, having this show. I've been doing this for seven years now. Yeah. Uh, almost over 230 episodes. Jeez, yeah. And I, ha- and I had three shows at one time, so I'm looking at over 250, 260 episodes. Mm. One of the one of the gifts that I've gotten is that I get to sit down with somebody for at least an hour, yeah, and have a conversation. So people tell me it's like you spend a lot of time on your phone, I'm like, but I spend a lot of time having conversations. Yeah, yeah, I talk to a lot of people. I'm connected with a lot yeah, of people. I go and, and and yeah, and like I told, and for anybody who's been on the show, they know this. When I sit down, I'm like, this is your episode, mm. so you're not following my lead. I'm following your lead. Yeah, which makes my guest even. 
They have to be active in the party. You have to be. It made me uncomfortable when you said that. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, no, what do I, I what do I do? What do I, oh, freak out, freak out, freak out. And then I was like, I oh, know this is going to be fine. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's your life. I don't yeah, know your life. You don't life. know. You don't know. Yeah, it's like, I don't know what your life's been like. Mm-hmm. Let, let's get to that. Okay, so a um, couple of questions. This is my Barbara Walters moment. Because the original show was after Barbara Walters. I wanted to be her. And then I wanted to be the Mexican Oprah Winfrey. And then I was like, you know what? You're pretty good being Daniel Garza. Yes, so, you're pretty awesome okay. just being who you are. So, I agree. with that. Um, the book of your life, your memoir. What's the first line in the book? Um, I don't know. I the what's coming to my head. I feel like I don't want to say, but it's like <laughs> it's like holy fuck, she did it or something like that. Like, sorry, mom, I've been cursing a lot. <laughs> Apologize. But I do like, that. I do that to people. It's okay. Yeah. It's like it's like I don't know. Like, I feel like whatever it is, it's something. That people read it and they'll be like, whoa, okay. Yeah, is- <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because I've had people say, like, life sucks. Yeah. And I was like, cool, man. Great. That's a first- I would read that book. At least you're being honest. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I think my be like, holy fuck. She did it. <laughs> like- <laughs> That's pretty cool. I like that. I would read that book. Um, if you were going to name this episode, what would you name it? Hmm. Something like talking with best friends or like being authentically yourself or, you know, um, I wish I could think of like witty things off the top (laughs) of my head. But like, I swear to God, I'm going to get in the car and I'm going to get like 15, like, oh, it's me this. Oh, it's me that. Oh, like, good Lord. And I'm going to be like, Julianne, what's wrong with you? should have thought of that. You should have said that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, so it probably should be, I should have said that. There you go. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, going back in time and, and talking to Julianne at the theater mm-hmm. when the curtains first opened. Yeah. What would you tell her? I'd say, get ready, kid. It's going to be a fun ride. <laughs> like, you got this. I would want her to know that she got, she had this, like she could do it. And I don't know how that would have changed my life because so much of my life was me telling myself that I couldn't do it, that I wasn't capable, that I wasn't able. Um, and it's not that I didn't have people in my life. Like my mom was always telling me that I was capable, that I was able, but it never registered. Like it was always followed with some sort of darkness, you know? Um, but I wish I could just, hold little Julianne's head and be like, you're going to be okay. You got this fucking go for your dreams and yeah. don't hold back and don't put a weave in. <laughs> that was going to be my <laughs> next question. Actually, how, do you remember how old you were the first time you added to your hair? Oh, well, my, well, okay. My mom had it's four daughters okay. and all of us have like very different hair textures and she didn't know how to do it. She wanted boys so that she didn't have to deal with doing <laughs> girl's hair. So when I was younger, she would, I mean, just like 
probably so many other, you know, little black girls that, out there. We get our hair um, hot ironed, right? Do you know the, co- the hot comb? Yeah. And you put it on the stove. Do you know this? Oh, no. Yeah, so there's a hot comb. I thought you meant like you light the You light the gas stove, and you put the hot comb on the stove, and then you, like, pat it out on the towel so it's not too hot, and then you put it through your hair so that it straightens your hair. Oh, wow. And your hair is, like, swaying, like, ooh, look at my hair. So that's, that's like, my first memory of of doing something different to my hair was us sitting by the stove with the hot comb and having my mama hot comb our hair. And then, so from there, I went to relaxers and, like, you know, straightening my hair. And then I decided, I don't want to put a relaxer anymore. I'm going to wear my hair natural, but I'm going to put a weave in. I was like, this doesn't make sense. Um the first time that you on your own went and said, do this to my hair, if you if you could go back and stop yourself at the door, what would you say to you? Mm. Or do you think you needed that journey to get you here? I think I needed that journey. I did. I, I wish that I didn't, but I think that I needed, there was something about that that experience that, forced me to see myself, really see myself. I don't know if I would have seen myself had I not, you know, covered myself up for so long. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, no. I, right? Like, I don't know totally. if I would have been able to have the revelations that I've had. And a lot of them I can't put into words because they're so, like, they're just visceral and, like, emotional. Um, but... It yeah, definitely took me on a journey. You know, definitely took me on a journey of of self love and like seeing myself. You know, and I'm I'm honestly still going through it. I still have moments where I'm out, you know, and I'm you know feeling like I'm the only Afro in the room, <laughs> and I feel inadequate. You know, and I have to tell myself, Julian, you are not. Oh look, there's another girl with an Afro over there, and I'm like, what's up, sis? <laughs> They're like, hey, girl. I see you. <laughs> like, you, we always say hi to each other. We're the only, only black people in the room. You know we always are like, sup, sis, sup, bro. <laughs> I dig it. I, I dig it only because of the Latino part. Yeah. That every once in a while, you walk, I walk into a room, and it's like, white, 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 black. Yeah. White, white, black, yeah. black. Latino. Wow. Hey, what's up? So, like, I, I got it, man. Like, my, all my butch cycles. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I got you, man. Yeah. If anything breaks out, you and I run first. Right? <laughs> And it's so interesting, and because it, it is, it is a lot different now. Like I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, you know, like what was me? Because it is different, and, and you know, natural hair is more accepted. But then there's that also that other part, and it's like, oh, her afro is better than my afro. You know what I mean? Like she's got better hair than I do, and like it's all it's a spiral, yeah. or a little rabbit hole that I could go down. Then I, I think for anybody listening, and and, and for us. Again, I think as humans, we 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 don't always know how to appreciate our imperfections. Yeah, absolutely. We, we like I I look at myself and I'm like, you're you're not. I'm five six. I'm like you're. If you could be in two more inches, right? And it's always yeah. about the size. Two more, the, right? Two, two more inches. Two more inches, and my whole life would be different. <laughs> two more inches in any direction, and my life would have been a whole new, different life. But then. I get picked out. I was like, oh, you're short enough. Get over here. And I'm like, ha ha. <laughs> there you go, fuckers. Right. Um, I think yeah. as humans, we, we always strive for more. And we, and we, 
we kick ourselves in the butt for the things that we have no control over. Yeah, all the time. And then, again, um, I don't want to make this show all about the industry, but we are in the industry. And, and mm-hmm. we come in and there is this there is this protocol or, or game that you, like this Monopoly game. or it's, it's more, I think it's more like a game of sorry. Like you advance so much and then somebody's like, Sorry! sorry. Back, <laughs> go, go to the back of the line! Yeah. And you're like, damn it! God, man! And then you're sitting there going, what did I do yeah. wrong? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's not... It's not you. It's not about you. And that's one thing that we have to realize, too, is so much of what we do is not about us. We think it's about us. It's not about us. It's not about us. It's about the show. It's about the script. It's about, you know, the message. It's about, if you're a doctor, it's about the hospital. Whatever it is, there's always a bigger picture, right? So if you, if I get cut out of a, a film or if I get like in my first episode of How to Get Away with Murder, they cut all my lines and I was a blur in the background. And I had to realize this is not about, the show is not about me, right? They had to do what was best for the show and that's okay. I yeah. still get a paycheck and I still get residual, so. <laughs> you know, in the you end. Know? Yeah. yeah. So it's, like, it's, it's not, not a, Julian Irons Presents. You know what I mean? <laughs> it is not Julian Irons Presents How to Get Away with Murder, yeah. right? Like, it is not about me. And, I, and that, I think, takes the pressure off, too, is like realizing, it ain't about, no, but people are not looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> people like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, everybody's so focused in their own world. Yeah. It's not about me. And, and that's one thing, again. Thanks to you. One thing that I learned is you got to make your moment. Yeah. This is your, this is your moment. The moment you walk into audition, it's your moment. Yeah. You take, yeah. look at me. Mm-hmm. And I thought, if nobody's looking at me right now, how do I create the moment? So for the last, I was diagnosed with cancer in 2015. Mm-hmm. When I recouped the following year, I, I was like, what are we going to do to get attention? So I was working on a pilot for a talk show, and just two weeks ago, we filmed the pilot. Oh, wow. So I, I was able to create a pilot where I was the host of, of the show. And yeah. it'll be out soon, folks, for whoever's listening. <laughs> uh, they're in the post-production now. I've got a musician creating the music, and but thank you for giving me yeah. that power. Yeah. So another... Uh, feather in your cap. You're welcome, darling. And but <laughs> again, life imitating art or art mm. imitating life. But watching you and being a student of you, I learned to make my moment. That makes me very happy, and that's that's a part you you told me. What is it about teaching that like I've like I've, has helped me? Yeah. That's that right there. Like, if I can help you shine and be your best self and, like, help you feel confident and help you, like, follow your dreams and, and fucking kill it. Yeah. Ah! That makes me feel, so, like, when my, when my friends, when my students book stuff, I am so happy. Yeah. Like, when they're working, when they're, when they're shooting their pilot. I I'm so happy. Like it's like it's like a win for one is a win for all. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I learned that here. I, I mean, not that there wasn't a bit of confidence. Not to put down all my other teachers that I've had. <laughs> uh, I've learned some amazing things. Yeah, yeah. But some great teachers out there. That little boost that I needed. Because yeah. I I do remember at one point 
if not several, you say, this is your space. This is your space. This like, is your time. The moment you walk in, mm -hmm. you decide where the chair goes. You decide where you're going right. to stand. You decide how you're going to deliver it. If nothing else about the job is about you, the audition room, it's about you. Yeah. So, that moment is about you. So I took that and said, yeah. what can I do with that? And it's about, it's about you. It's about how you bring the work, how, how you bring. I don't want to say it's like, it's my world. It's about me, me, me. It's about, I mean, it's about the work. Right. Right. But it's, 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 it's our moment to play. And going back full circle into the conversation is how do I bring the work? Yeah. How do I put the work above everything else? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and then I'm, then I'm, I'm bathed in it. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Like I'm bathing in yeah. the work and now it feels, because the talk show is me and, and four of my best buddies. Mm -hmm. It's called Lunch with the Guys. And, oh, I love that. And it's five of us sitting at a table uh, talking about life. I love that. No That's sports, awesome. no religion, uh, no politics, mm. everything else. Mm. And it's those moments where you get down and talk and go, how do you handle fill in the blank? Yeah. And we got to talk about that. But I was, you gave me part of that confidence to be like, That's, this oh. is what I want to do. I don't care if nobody sees it. <laughs> I don't care if people watch it and go, what yeah. the fuck? This is the work I want to do. But this is what I want to be bathing. Right. And, and I, I walked out of there so proud of myself. That so makes me so I, I'll share that with you when it comes yes. out. Yeah. So thank you. I wanted to make sure that oh. I, this is one of the reasons I wanted you I on the show that. too. Because um, <laughs> you have been a, a big influence in my acting career. Oh. Um, it, 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 taking your class, meeting with you for twelve weeks. Yeah. Um, you you can't <laughs> walk out and not be influenced somehow. Yeah. Well, that makes me very happy so, that like I just that's all I want to do is help people to shine and like help people be them help actors be their best actors or non actors whoever wants to come to class right yeah. like but help you be your best self and help you see that you are perfect just as you are. Right? Like, we can always get better as far as, like, our skills are, are concerned. Like, I, like I said, like, I've seen actors co go from, like, not knowing, you know, how to even look at a script to, like, leaving and being so empowered and, like, freaking killing the audition. And I just, I love that. And I love that I was able to offer you that. And mm -hmm. thank you for... Well, thank you. It's <laughs> one of the reasons I was like, I need to interview her. <laughs> if nothing else, just to let her know that... Uh, for whatever, however it matters in my life, you've made a difference. Oh, so thank you. Uh, you've made a difference in mine too. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're running out of time. Um, tell folks about uh, how to reach you, the class. And, um, so I am on Twitter. <laughs> I'm really bad with like knowing my Twitter handles. And I remember, stuff. guys, we'll post all this on there so you can hear it right now. Yes, I am. Uh, Julian Irons 8 on Twitter. And I think I'm just Julian Irons on Instagram. <laughs> okay. Guys, I'm a I'm horrible. But we'll post all these. <laughs> Julian underscore Irons on Instagram. There you go. <laughs> so Julian Irons 8. The 8 stands for the infinity symbol on Twitter. And then Julian underscore Irons on Instagram. That's really cool. Yeah. Not a lot of people know that. Yeah. So that's really interesting. <laughs> Being a, a, a spiritual guide. Is yeah. Kind of cool. Um, <laughs> And tell them about the class. Uh, oh, so they're starting up um, AGP. I'm not sure if it's full or not yet, uh, but they start that up in February. So just in I'm actually not teaching this round. 
Uh, we, we, everybody is just working right now. So we've, um, just have a more selective, like I think there's like two or three classes as Wendy's off. Like all of us have just been so busy. Um, and so I'm, I'm really taking this opportunity to focus on pilot season and focus on my own work. I think I need to like, like I'm in class now myself. Oh, nice. Right? Yeah. I mean, teacher always goes back, right? (laughs) Yeah. So I'm, I'm in class now myself and I just want to focus on, on getting better at, at li- being in the moment and as far as my work is concerned and focusing on pilot season. Okay. Um, but Lilac will be teaching, um, the audition game starting in February and she's freaking awesome. She, that, that, and that, I'll substitute for her when she, you know, when she books stuff. So but you do to, private. I do private coaching. Yeah. yeah. Oops, sorry. <laughs> so if you are interested in... Uh, yeah, you can email me know. at uh, julianne um, at actingpros.com. I'm like, what is it again? <laughs> you saw me like, I am horrible. <laughs> we have to get her uh, all the handles on. I know, on I need to like, get a, have a list of it. Uh, um, but yeah. that's awesome. Um, yeah. we're, we're running out of time. I, I wish we had more time to talk about <laughs> But I hope you come back. When you, get, when you get a chance. Yeah. Uh, when I book my first series, we'll do another one. Uh, and if they, need, if they need a little Mexican there, just throw <laughs> it Let them know that. You are not little, though. <laughs> you say that. I'm like, but you're not little. I'm 5'6". Oh, They're my not- God. I know this kid. He's like probably like five foot. He's little. Which, you're not little. Which is funny because my production company is Little Mexican Production. Oh. So people see that and they're like, Little Mexican, oh, again. Okay. It's, like, it's, that's like, yeah. and it all started because I did a film in Houston, mm. and the director called me Little Mexican. Oh, that's funny. Uh, she couldn't remember my name, and she called me Little Mexican, and yeah. I was like, "That's cool." <laughs> so, uh, I was like, "That's that's gonna be my yeah. name." So, Little Mexican Productions. Is I like love it. Uh, for everybody out there listening uh, and or watching this, uh, Julian Irons, actor, uh, coach extraordinaire, uh, <laughs> she has taught me more than acting. Uh, you, you taught me how to define myself in a new way, and, and I will forever, ever be grateful Aww. for that. Yay. Um, thank you again for sharing your story. I, again, I feel like we just tapped into your life. You're going to have to do a follow-up on this one. Uh, thank you, Mr. Moyers, uh, my producer, for all your help and support. Thank you, sir. Uh, inviting all of you to check us out at, uh, at normalentertainment.com where you can find all the shows on the network. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. You can look up Little Mexican Productions or Daniel G. Garza and you'll find me. <laughs> Remember, I've got my new series uh, also going, um, Better You Workshops. Go check that out on YouTube. Uh, look it up, Better You Workshops, uh, Daniel G. Garza, and you will find there are four episodes right now, four exercises. Work them out. If you have any questions, uh, contact me for private uh, sessions and uh, donations on that, and I'll get to you. Uh, other than that, thank you again, uh, Julianne, for being Yay, on the show. Yay, you're welcome. It. Thank you for having me. This was a pleasure. For everybody a out there. Shriek. <laughs> for, I, I, she, I love your voices. I can hear you. Like, I, I, like I, wanna, I want you to make an album of just, of just voices. I have a podcast called, um, it's out right now. I play uh, this character called The Captain on The Disastrously Deeds of Professor Nasty. Oh. And so I play the captain on that, and the captain's pretty funny. We'll, we'll get the link for that yeah. and, and post it. For, yeah, because I, I, he has a list. He like, looks like this. Like if you did an album reading like <laughs> poetry in different voices, I would, I, like I would, I would buy that. That's pretty awesome. Uh, for everybody listening, you can see where this uh, 
could go on forever. <laughs> uh, for now, this is Daniel Garza saying, hey, put it together. This is how I put it together. This is how I put it together. This is how I put it together. Subscribe to Put It Together on iTunes, Stitcher, and at abnormalentertainment.com slash put it together. Find Put It Together on Facebook and tweet Daniel at Lil Mesican, L-I-L-M-E-S-I-C-A-N. And for more podcasts, comics, books, movies, and more, head to abnormalentertainment.com. You've been listening to the Abnormal Entertainment Network.